Hi. Hello. 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 Hi. Can't see. Uh, Hi. Hi. There's a lot of wires there, isn't there? Uh, yeah, I'm stressing about all these bloody files. Sorry, uh, that's not great. <laughs> <laughs> it's all right. Okay. It's nice to hear it. I haven't heard it for a few days. <laughs> I genuinely am. I think we're going to run out of space, but if you're cool with that. <laughs> well, yeah. <laughs> that can be done, I'm afraid. Fuck, I don't know what to do. Um, <clears throat> how are you? Yeah, super. How are you? Yeah, I'm stressed about these. I'm not. <laughs> um, should I record? Oh, I can't really record my end, can I? What do you mean you can't record your end? I could record the Zoom, because I've definitely got space. Oh, no, it's, it's OK, I think. Uh, how are you? Oh, I'm looking at a man's willy at the moment. There's other bits of him, but... Uh, and that man belongs to Mark Roberts, our guest for yeah. today? No. <laughs> You've had that start, right? No, joke. I haven't. It just came very, to me like that. Very nice. Lovely little bit of business at the top. <laughs> <laughs> now, I literally just went to our guest's Wikipedia page and it comes with a photo of him being escorted off uh, off the pitch at, uh, in 1994, the Hong Kong Sevens. Yeah, Mark, Mark Roberts is coming on this show, who's uh, a streaker. <laughs> yeah, he's like. He's one of the great streakers. He's the greatest streaker of all time. Yeah. He's the, the best. I don't think anyone... I haven't Googled that, but I, I, it's hard to imagine anyone having been more prolific. Yeah. At, uh, <laughs> he, do you want to... Shall I read a little bit out about Mark? Yeah. Uh, Mark Roberts is an English streaker who's run naked during numerous international events. Roberts' streaking began when he heard, saw a news report about a female streaker at a 1993 Rugby Sevens game in Hong Kong. After a bet in a bar, he exposed himself to the crowd the following day. Uh, Roberts has done this uh, as of 2018. I'm guessing he's retired now. Oh, right, he's retired. Well, I don't know. This is what it's saying. This Wikipedia is uh, not already right. 565 right. times in 23 countries. Targets, targets. <laughs> Such events as those held at Hamilton Park Racecourse, Misty Universe, Miss World. Olympic Misty? <laughs> Misty Universe. Mister. Sorry. Misty Universe. Misty Universe. Misty. Mr. Universe, Miss World, Olympic Games, tennis matches, and the running of the balls amongst others. <laughs> wow. Shall we, we, I'll let Mark in? Oh, he's in? Yeah, yeah. Okay. There we go. So. If this doesn't get us heat, I don't know what will. Um, Is he there? Hmm. I think so. Just coming in. Yeah. Pray silence. A streaker's internet usually good. Here we go. Here we go. Welcome to Chatterbix. <laughs> um, if you want to hear a few extra episodes, why not go to our Patreon? Uh, <laughs> tense, isn't it? Not knowing if his audio is going to connect. 
God, you know, two years ago, no one used Zoom. I know. It's, it's weird, isn't it? It's, it's like so normal now. I know. can't imagine not doing something on Zoom. Hello, Mark. Hello, Mark. <laughs> <laughs> what a start. A cough and a laugh. <laughs> I was saying, I thought this was uh, OnlyFans. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. Oh, we can't see you, Mark. Is that a good thing? What's that? Let me look. This is the power start Chatterbiscuits so used to. It's exactly the start I wanted. Nice echoey start. Oh. Here we go. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> he also does a bit of IT work, I believe. <laughs> no. 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 Unless it's midnight where you are. <laughs> no, can't see you, no. I mean, we don't have to see you. It'd be lovely to, though. Yeah. <laughs> What's going on? <laughs> have you got internet? <laughs> Hello? Shouting into the void. Hello. Oh, no. I think the internet's <laughs> appalling, isn't it? I believe it's his end. Yeah. <laughs> Is it his end? Yeah, it's got a bit. <laughs> Can't you? It's... Oh, no. Um, how are we going to do this? Um, can you hear me? Oh, what Jesus. Freaking... <laughs> get out of that. <laughs> Fucking hell, this guy's knob out. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I knew it. I didn't. Oh, I had a bloody good idea. <laughs> I didn't. Oh, fucking hell. He's oh, got eyes nude with a pipe. Fucking <laughs> 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 hell. I got really hot. Oh, God. Oh. Hello, Hello, Mark. Hi, Mark. Fuck it. Okay, so for the <laughs> listeners at home, Mark, uh, well, we can sort of hear you, definitely see you. Just had the shock of our life, and I'm glad the internet's been tricky. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, you're oh. paused. Are you? Is, oh. your, is your holding picture you with a pipe, <laughs> or is it frozen? <laughs> you also seem to have a rude word on your cap. <laughs> <laughs> this is this. Oh, flipping out. Oh, why isn't this working? <laughs> this is fantastic. Oh. I love the fact we saw four seconds of nudity and then it went down. Yeah. For the listeners at home, Mark <laughs> was lying know, on a bed. I was lying on a bed. I think he had tiny thong on. Is he, is he in Magaluf or somewhere? Because he looks in foreign parts. Oh, he's wearing a cap that says the word. <laughs> there, there we, we go. go. Will you stay where you are, fella? <laughs> right, I'm not describing that. Fucking hell! Fucking hell! Oh, this 
This is like when we interviewed Jermaine Greer. <laughs> oh God! Right. To be fair, we, to be fair, we were asking for this, weren't we? It'd be weird for it not to happen. <laughs> I just didn't see it coming. Why didn't I see it coming? I did. Flipping oh, hell! You got that? Pe- what is it? What's on your knob? <laughs> I don't care. I genuinely don't care what's on your knob. I do- <laughs> it's a picture of a cow. <laughs> okay, Mark. It's a pig. Mark's wearing a pig thong. Hi, Mark. Oh. It's part of my growth hormones. First question we're going to be: Are you still streaking? Oh, oh God. Welcome, Mark, to the podcast. Uh, so again, let me step into something more oh. comfortable. I just wanted to... Um, oh, God. Make a, make a, make a, oh, my God, I've got really hot. I'm taking what, my hat. What, have you got a bit nervous of you, Mark? <laughs> 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 oh, fucking hell. Right, uh, I was going to oh, ask, you, st- ask you still taking your clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> Well, this is a big highlight for us talking to the. Would you would you say that you're the world's greatest streaker? Without a bloody doubt. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. You shit on the rest. <laughs> Have you got any competition you know about? Who you think if you find out they've sort of they well when you were you're in your heyday was there anyone else competing with you to for, no. for your title? There was one guy called in Spain called Jimmy Jump, and he copied. <laughs> He copied the events that he used to do, but what he did, he didn't go on bollock naked. He went on with a bubble hat and tried to put a hat on people's heads. Oh, not nice. And he he interrupted games, do you know what I mean? I always go on when there's no, with half time or when there's a break, interrupt the game. (laughs) You're right. You're a a polite streaker, basically. (laughs) I'm not a professional streaker. Yeah. Mark, Mark, when, when, sorry, when we, when did you first think I'm gonna do a bit of streaking? Where were you? What was that moment? Uh, I used to live in Hong Kong, right? And the rugby seven was on, and I was at the end of the bar, pissed. Yeah. And all the lads coming from the Saturday, the day's event, talking about Gelu Street. Yeah. So I just turned around. I said, "Anyone can streak," because I was pissed. So the owner said to me, "He was sat next to me. All right, big mouth, you streak tomorrow." But yeah, yeah, go on. Yeah. I also, there's no intention. So next day, I've gone. Oh, what have I said? What gone home at four o'clock in the morning, bladdered. And then a few hours later, someone banging on the door. Come on, we're going to sevens. I said, "I'm not going anywhere. I was just talking shit." Yeah. <laughs> You told everyone. Yeah. He dragged me out the apartment, waiting taxi, went straight to the stadium. I said, straight to the bar. I was done in. I was comatose from the last night. Had a few beers and I went, let's get it over and done with. So I've looked into this. First time I've looked into the stadium. One of the first things I saw was a French fella swinging a chicken round his head. Yeah. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking, hang on. When I've gone, I thought it's going to be when everyone just sits down, watches the game. And it's, it's still normal the way you're supposed to be. It was a bloody carnival. I went, sod it, I'm going to do it now. So I walked down to the, to the main stand, 
got me kicked off while the old blacks were playing in South Africa. Ran on. Okay, I've done it. Saw the, saw the ball. My head went, just pick it up. So I picked it up, ran a whole length of the field and scored a try. <laughs> <laughs> right. I've got to dig it. That amount of adrenaline rush, though, what... Because you, you must have put your heart in danger because that's nut. Like, what was going through your head as you... Because the, the logistics of streaking is madness. You've got to take your trousers. There's people nearby going, that fella's taking his trousers off. What's going on? <laughs> well, I'll tell you, I'll tell you all the maddest times because I've done that many events worldwide. I was at Crufts. Oh, okay. <laughs> and it was like the main dog event, the main, the best of breed. And I'm sat, we're sat in the middle of the row, about five, six seats up. Yeah. So I said to me, mate, there was two old ladies sitting on the two seats next to the aisle. I said, I need to be there so I can run down then quick. I said, excuse me, love. I said, I suffer from um, agoraphobia. I said, do you mind if I sit on the end? He said, oh, yeah, of course, not a problem. So they've swapped seats. <laughs> so my friend's on the aisle. I'm next to him, ready to go. But I did not be rough off clothes, then you know, clothes pants. Oh, so is that what you have? Oh, right, that's so what you have now, right. I'm a professional. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, I'm an idiot. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so I said, my coat over my lap, and I'm undoing my pants under my coat, as you know, trying to undo the zip and everything else. <laughs> and I saw this woman next to me nudge her mate. I said, look at him. Yeah. I was playing with myself, looking like the bleeding dogs under the coat. <laughs> <laughs> when I got onto that, I said to me, listen, I'm going now. I just ripped me, took me, poked my pants off, ran on, did the little cock my leg over the, uh, the corner. Oh, I saw that. They, I've seen that, yeah. Yeah, clubs, mum. Yeah. But, Mark, what does it feel like when you've, like that first time you had your knob out running around a public event? What does that. Are you, it's it, nuts. Yeah. It's nuts, yeah. It, well, the first time, obviously, because I, I was still pissed. I had a few more beers, and I, was, I, I just got pissed again. Just to yeah. the first one. Dutch courage, yeah. But, yeah, Dutch courage, 100%. So, but when I got on, all I could think about was run and get the ball, and there's 65,000 people cheering the bloody heads off. <laughs> and when I put the ball down, the whole stadium rose at once. <laughs> no. Wow. I started screaming, and to tell you what, that was the best moment of my life. Yeah. It's about the kids, obviously, but that was it. <laughs> yeah. So, so, so I've run back, I've run back through the through the both teams. I've jumped back over. I've gone, oh shit, me, me putting knobs out. So I put my hand over it. Next thing, the guys are pouring bees over my head. Gail's coming over, giving me a hug and a kiss. I've gone, oh, who gives a shit, man? So I'm just enjoying the moment. And, and an English cop is walking along. It's still a colony then. He's going, come on, you can go. I said, no, man, I'm staying here. He said, no, go. So he eventually come up to me. He said, listen, I'm going to have to throw you out. So as he's throwing me out, the whole stadium were chanting, leave him alone, leave him alone. Yeah. Wow. So as he, as he threw me up one turn style, I come straight back in the next one, jumped on and done it again. Did you? <laughs> Did you? <Yes>. <laughs> <laughs> Because what you started, it, what I've always been really fascinated by is like, say, say you've done, you've done one, and you, so you've been arrested, haven't you? You've been arrested yeah, for it, yeah. Yes. So when, 
what's that like after? So you've done obviously had the the moment, the the madness created this moment. And then you got kind of get shepherded off. Yeah, like by down, the security. What, what, yeah, happen, what, what, yeah, happens, what happens next? next? Well, security hate me because <laughs> it's their job to stop anyone like me getting on the pitch. Yeah, but the police love me. Oh, do they? The rapport I've got with the police is absolutely fantastic. I'm <laughs> at the police station. We have a crack for about maybe an hour in the charge room. He said, I'm going to put you in a cell for an hour or two. I said, yeah, no problem. But when they put me in a cell, that's not a that's not a, a punishment because I'm just lying in there going over and over. What's just happened? Buzzing me bloody head off. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And it, but most times now, because I've done it so many times, I get charged with causing harassment, alarm, and distress to the public. Oh, oh is that? <laughs> and I've got a guy with a video camera who comes with me to video me doing me thing, and then the crowd. I've won eight trials. Really? Oh, really? Who's who's alarmed and distressed? The whole crowd's cheering their heads off. Right. Do you know what I mean? And they can't find did, anyone to say they were distressed, obviously. I, I did. I did uh, Ascot. I've done Ascot twice, but the first time I've done it, he tried to arrest me. Went to trial. So my lawyer said, "Okay, if you think he's harassed, alarmed, or distressed anybody, we're going to subpoena everyone in the crowd." <laughs> and that includes the Queen. We were going to subpoena the Queen to see if she was harassed, alarmed, or distressed. That's what I did. Wow. <laughs> now she sees me and she goes, oh, look, there's Mark. <laughs> I recognise that. Why <laughs> do I recognise that, Willie? Have you, have you ever been dealt with, like, roughly by security? Have, have they, yeah, have yeah, any of yeah. them been physical with you? Yeah. Um, have they? Yeah, oh, 100%. Yeah, I've had broken bones and this, that, and that. What? What? What do you mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The two, I've been beaten three times. So I've got, I've gone on. And they thought, I didn't say nothing, do you know what I mean? And I was fitter then. Got a bit of weight on that. But now, they were egging me around the pitch, one guy, and I left him for dust. <laughs> and I stood in the middle of the pitch and I went, bring your mates on. That was the worst thing I ever said. Six of them come on. And they've all surrounded me. Fuck me. Think you're funny, do you, mate? And you know, you flap your arm on the, on the, the squeeze it to bits. He said, where's he from? And I've got tattoos. He said, look, he's a foreigner. Because I've got Thailand, I've got Hong Kong. And he, he went, he must have gone, wow. If I'd have opened my mouth and he was a scouser, Liverpool, Man United, and all that, carry on. He'd have battered me even worse. He absolutely done me in, taking me down the tunnels, Punching me in, putting me in the corner, kicking me and everything. Yeah, they were, it was bad. Mark, one of my favourite ones that you've done is um, the Crucible. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, what? Because <laughs> I've, I've been to watch live snooker at Ali Pali and just that, how quiet it is. <laughs> yeah, that and takes some real guts to do it like, in a, a I cannot a believe you got your knob <laughs> 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 Well, like... There's, I think I've seen the footage where you're sort of running down the front. <laughs> what is that like at the Crucible? Well, well, well the first time, it's a Crucible. If you've been in the Crucible, it's very uh, small. Yeah. Is it? Yeah, yeah, that, yeah. It's a very small theatre. First time we went on, I didn't realise. I should have jumped on. I've run round the table with these goofy false teeth in. And the security could have hold of me. Took me off, and when Ronnie O'Sullivan won the chip, won the uh, trophy, he had the same teeth in when he held up the cup. No, <laughs> really? Wow. 
Yeah, I think so I remember the, seeing him. He's quite enjoying the moment, isn't he? Yeah. So, so the, the second, I thought that wasn't good enough. So I went back again a couple of years later, and it was Ronnie again in the final. So now, now I know where the security going to come from. So I've ran on. As I've come round the table, I've gone bang straight underneath. Gone underneath the table. <laughs> and Dennis Taylor's doing the commentary. And he went, okay. He's come on, come on the floor. He's took his clothes off. And now he's under the table. He's <laughs> <laughs> under the table. <laughs> That's when you've really got to be your, at your improvising best. Oh, as a commentator. But they, they, they took me out and put me in one of the empty dressing rooms. So I'm stood there. And the one thing I know, never antagonise security. So they come straight in and they're trying to be oh, mostly heavy with me. I just don't say nothing. Be very passive. You know, as soon as I've done the thing, I don't cause no problems whatsoever. So that's, we'll call the police. I said, okay. A policeman walked in. He went, when was the last time you were arrested? I said, in what country? <laughs> <laughs> You're going to narrow it down, basically. <laughs> <laughs> All over the world. <laughs> um, of course, like you hinder then. What, what what planning goes into it? If you're doing like uh, like the Super Bowl or something like, <laughs> which we well, you've done the Super Bowl. No, I know it's mad. So so because you can't just go like with something like that because the, the stakes are ridiculous. So what what yeah. planning goes into? Yeah, I don't know the Super Bowl or. Also, what? I found out uh, last night that it's impossible to get tickets for the Super Bowl. Yeah, but you weren't you like. Being sponsored at the time or something. You were. Yeah, but, but for the Super Bowl, I, I went to San Diego the year before, organised tickets with a tout over the, over the phone, $500. I've landed with four of my mates who were only there to have a, have a holiday. I've only gone to streak the Super Bowl, do you know what I mean? So it's intense. They're partying. My mind's thinking that the next thing the tout wants five grand. I said, listen, man, we haven't got five grand between us. He said, well, that's the way it is. So I rang one of the lads and he went, just go outside the stadium. There'll be lads selling tickets. Mention his name and you'll be sorted. Gets on a tram from Liverpool outside the stadium. And there's cops everywhere. So as soon as the doors open, there's a policeman. He said, show me your ticket, man. I said, officer, my friend over there in Gate A has my ticket. I've come from Liverpool in England. He went, if you haven't got a ticket, you don't get off the tram. There's a stadium right in front of me. I said, sir, I said, I'm just saying my friend, he's from Liverpool also, he has my ticket over there. You don't get it, you haven't got a ticket, you don't get off the tram. And I said, I tried to say something again. He said, you say one more word, I'm going to arrest you. So I had to watch the doors close and take off again. I've gone all that way, couldn't even... So you, didn't, so you didn't do it, you tried it. Oh, so you tried it the year before, and that's, what, that's as far as you got. Yeah, but the thing is... Same things in life happen for a reason. Joe, it wasn't meant to be then. We've just gone off. We're in San Diego. We could have gone to any pub, any bar, anywhere. I said, yeah, let's go by the beach. So on this, this bar next to the Pacific, we make it all getting pissed. I'm at the bar going, I'm thinking, shit. And my head's done in. Right? At the end of the bar, there's three guys. So we, three American guys. He said, all right, man, you come for the game. I couldn't, I didn't want to speak to anyone, but yet done in. I said, yeah, 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 yeah. He said, I said, we couldn't get tickets. He said, you come away from England, man? You didn't have any tickets? I said, yeah, yeah. He said, what do you mean, man? I said, I thought, I thought, fuck it. I said, yeah, I was going to streak. I said, what do you mean you're going to streak, man? 
I said, yeah, I was going to run on naked, take the ball and score a try. Touchdown. What are you talking about, man? These three guys was the editor-in-chief of ESPN, the uh, top writer and top producer. What? That's what you mean, man. You're not the guy that did Wimbledon last year, were you? I did Wimbledon <laughs> 2002. Jay, Mark Roberts, man. <laughs> no. So they, they were on me. So next time we're having a chat and we're buzzing for ages. The writer and the producer got off. We have to catch a flight back to New York. And he, the editor-in-chief, Neil Scarborough, went, I'm staying here, man. So we stayed with me for a few hours. We got pissed together. I'd, ESPN did a piece on me. No. Massive. <laughs> then HBO went, because they're in conjunction, you know, they're trying to do, outdo each other. <clears throat> HBO got in touch and went, listen, can we come over and do it for a few days and do a profile on you? So they've come over. I did an interview with an Oscar winner in this big suite in, in Liverpool. So, okay, so, okay, man. You've done this, you were you trying to do it. He said, are you going to Texas next year? I said, no, no, no. I said, no. I said, Texas is a really bad state to do any kind of nudity and stuff like that. So they've got, you know, the execute people over there. He said, put up your right hand and swear. And I went, I swear. He said, that's your left hand. <laughs> Sorry, I'm dyslexic. <laughs> so from that moment on, that's when I started planning right. the Super Bowl. But so we got tickets front row on the 50-yard line, the best seats in the house. How? These, yeah, how did you get tickets? Well, these guys got in touch. I've seen what you've been doing, man. A sponsor. See what you've been right, doing. this is madness now. Yeah. Yeah, so, it's it's a great joke. Yeah. yeah. So I spoke to the guy on the phone. He said, hey, listen, man, we've got the tickets for the best thing in America for you. Said, What's that? He went, the Oscars. We've got tickets for the Oscars. I went, no. No. He said, listen, man, it's the biggest thing in America. I said, no, it isn't. I said, the Super Bowl's the biggest thing in America. He went, what do you mean the Super Bowl? You can't do the Super Bowl. I said, why not? He said, it's never been done. It can't be done. Said, Is that right? You get me tickets and I'll show you. <laughs> <laughs> I'll literally show you. I'll show you everything. I'll show you the monkey man. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so they yes. got you tickets on the front yeah, they row. Got the tickets, but the planning that I we had someone go to the actual stadium, take pictures of, of an actual game in, in the Reliance Stadium in Houston. Right. Normal, the stadium was half empty. The security and police were absolutely massive all right around the stadium everywhere. Oh. I was thinking. If it's like that in a normal game, that's, there's hardly any people in the stage. What's going to be like Super Bowl? So though, I've made up my mind. I'm, I'm going to have a go. Do you know what I mean? So that's what I put into motion. I know they've got tickets. I thought, I'm going to get on the pitch. So I thought, going through everything. Well, I go on as a ref. I go on as a referee. So I wrote to the NFL. I'm starting off an American football team here in the UK, and I want to be I'm a referee. But I can't get any referees uniform. So the NFL sent me two. Oh, God, that's <laughs> genius. <laughs> so you went, oh, my God. You yeah, went man. dressed in a uniform under your gear. Under my the... gear as a referee. Oh. But I had to take the referee's uniform to a seamstress who does my Velcro pants for me. And I took the, the top and bottoms and said, take them apart, but sew them together so it's all in one piece and put it all in Velcro. And she was, she's like, no, lady, do you know what I mean? And she was laughing her head off. She went, all right, come back, in, come back in two days. So I went back in two days. I've got it. I've gone home. Put it on. And as soon as I went like that, 
they come off the whole suit oh. in literally a second. Wow. <laughs> okay, so we've got to walk through it. So walk us through all of it. So you got get to the stadium, you've got your ticket, you, you're with your mate who's videoing you. Honestly, the best role in this is just your mate. <laughs> yeah, he's got the best life I'd in the world. I'd love to just be with you. Just... <laughs> <laughs> so exciting. If you fancy coming out of retirement, David, David's free from April. <laughs> um, right, I've got, I've got, I want to know everything. Like, because I've, right, so you, to talk us through the day of the Super Bowl then. So you've got, right, uh, you've got, you've got the gear on. Yeah, sorry, go on. Before I leave England, before I leave Liverpool, I'm going through every scenario in my head. What's going to happen? Not afterwards. Want to go on? Because right. the, the footballs are so big. I yeah. thought, okay, I can get, I can get clothes lined. And then oh, yeah, yeah, out. I see what you mean. Oh, the, yeah, well, the, the players in the... Right, yeah, of course. Jesus, well, yeah, of course. Mm-hmm. they so got helmets on. injuries, I can get on the pitch. And then when when they clothesline me or they take me out, the Mel will do a pile on... So the size of those guys, if all of them jump on me, mate, oh, I survive And you're nude at the time as well, so that's an extra Did one. you not think Steve Davis might do that? <laughs> <laughs> Dennis Taylor comes out of the commentary yeah. box. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, all these things were going through my head, and, and this is gospel truth. Everything that says gospel truth. It was not long after 9-11, right? And obviously going to have snipers on the roofs, and because I'm running on, and then just rove and do whatever. Do you mind? Hang on, is this one of the? And someone might take a, a shot. This is serious. Do yeah, you know what I mean? I'm getting yeah. stressed. I was absolutely yeah. shitting myself. Were you shitting really? Myself. Proper before. And how big is that stadium? How many people in the stadium? Uh, about seventy thousand, I think, something oh like God. that. Oh my God. But I was I was I was so scared and I was worried about that much. I thought if I worry anymore, I won't even go. So I had to switch it off, put it to the back of my head, and go. Okay, go and just see. So when I hugged my kids when I was leaving, I hugged them to bits because they didn't know what was going to happen to me and what have you. It was very uh, emotional. So anyway, so once I got on the plane, that's it. To the back of my head now. I'm going. I'm having a go. So come the day of the game, he makes days, uh, got the tickets, and he makes going in one door, and I'm going in the other. But you can't take a video camera. So it's a waste of t- He was just there now for fun. You're not allowed to take your own cameras in. And he's, I've got my own clothes on, which are all Velcro. And I've got a referee's uniform on underneath my own clothes. He, he's going in one door, he's gone in before me, and as he's going in, he frisk him two bits. Oh, no. Up and down the arms, round and down the oh, legs, up and right. down the legs. So you're thinking thought, they might feel the Velcro or something? I've got yeah. two sets of Velcro on, Joe. Yeah, yeah, I mean? yeah. So I've gone, he's gone through. As soon as he's gone through, he's looked at me and he's gone, there's no way you're getting in here. I thought, well, whatever, do you know what I mean? I'm here. Yeah. Luckily enough, it was a youngish kind of security fella, so I've gone here, opened my arms out, frisked me up and down, Felt inside my legs where the most Velcro is, and he went, What's that, man? Thinking on my toes. Fifth thing come up with it was, I've got a skin disorder, and I need to be able to get to my skin to put the cream on. And he went, oh, Okay, man. I lifted my top up. I've got a black and white referee's uniform on. He went, What's that, man? I said, It's my lucky uniform, I wear it to every game. He went, Okay, man, here you go. <laughs> wow. 
Two twice he had the chance to grab me. Yeah. No punts. Straight in. He wasn't on streaker alert, was he? No, that's only them. Right, so you're in. You're in. Yeah. And and you're you right. got, you got yeah, go on. And do you know Sorry, at this point what time what at what point in the game you're gonna run on, or is it all I've instinctive? Always, I always I've always got a time to go on every single event that I've done. So the Super Bowls just before the beginning, after the half-time show, beginning of the third quarter, the second half, before any ball's been kicked, so the, the game's not in play. I've got to get to the middle of the field before the guy kicks the ball because it's it, I'm not interrupting play. Yeah, you know nice, what I mean? yeah. it's got to be for fun. What are you? If I was sat next to you at that point, what are you like? Are you quiet? Are you work, working stuff out? Or are you I, panicking? I look exactly like everybody else. Yeah. My heart, my, my heart, honestly, God, Dave, my heart's banging to bits. Yeah. If you look at me, you can see it. You can see me chest going, my stomach's churning, my head's waking over time, but I'm like that. Hey! <laughs> <laughs> I'm just churning in with everybody else. Yeah. yeah. You know what I mean? I'm part of the crowd. I don't want to look any different than anybody else. Right, so I've got to tell with everyone. So I tell them, we're watching the game. And as a guy, the police and security was ridiculous. And right, I'm on, we're on the front row. It's like a, maybe a, a 10, 12 foot drop to the to the field. So really, hey, really, yeah, it's not. If I hang did up, you I'm know that? Say, did you know that beforehand? You knew there was no, no, going to be. No, but, but I always come up. I always find a way. I can, I can hang and drop as long as you land okay. You you find. Do you know what I mean? But there was one guy right directly in my line of run. At no security guard. Looking about non-stop. We got there and maybe an hour, an hour and a half before the game started. He was there already. Or and because of so many commercials and the Super Bowl it goes on for hours. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. It was four hours before he actually oh went God. on. So you were four hours with your heart in your chest going. Yes. Oh. And, and and acting normal, acting normal, <laughs> Joe. Do you know what I mean? And this one guy didn't move. Not once, didn't take a step left or right. He stayed exactly on his spot. So half time comes and said to me, mate, if he doesn't move, when the time's going to go, because it's going to be after the show, you walk down there, drop your phone down the wall, go to climb down the wall, so direct him to go to you. So I've got to run then. Yeah. So we've gone back and I'm going, shit. And the worst thing he did was have a pint because I've stripped, I've tied this. American football around me nudge because it's Texas. <laughs> I didn't want to make it in Texas. It's a totally different ball game, literally. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. So recently, a whole roll of sellotape to make sure this is airtight so nothing can fall. Oh, okay. oh well. right. Okay. So yeah. our time, I need a week. I need a piss. Oh, no. no, no, oh, no. The one bit it's of planning. It was the most painful wee I've ever had in my life. <laughs> so, so you had a you had a piss. You had to have a piss. You couldn't yeah, hold it. I piss, like, but that hard time show was Janet Jackson when she had when she was in wars. Oh, oh, that was the the, was uh, that one, was the it? boob incident one. Okay, yeah, exactly. Oh, they got their money that <laughs> night. <laughs> <laughs> How can they top that? Oh, right there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I didn't know she'd done this. I'm at the back of them. Just as the half time show's finished, I'm going, shit, I'm in a corner with me. Me going, shit. I'm going to go on the next five minutes. Do you know what I mean? So as soon as I left the corner, calm, look normal, act as though everybody else around you. I'm so nervous. Back to our seat, 
teams have come out, and now this is where I, this is heart attack time. Do you know what I mean? It was going that much. It was really intense. Yeah, teams have come out on the pitch. The guys put the, the ball down on the 50-yard line, which is right on my line of sight. And I said to me, go and drop your phone now. As soon as I said that, for the first time, the guy walked home and speak to another security guard. After four hours, I, was, I swear to God, man, I went, you, I said, Nick, piss off. Yeah. I went, no, no man. No. <laughs> <laughs> That's always my cue. <laughs> yeah. Cool. Okay. So he's walked off. Unbelievable. There must have been a light shining down on my head. Right. I've ripped my own clothes off now. I'm a referee. I've dropped down the wall and all the people around the side of the, 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 uh, the pitch, excuse me, man, excuse me, man, excuse me, man. And the ball no. just like, I'm a referee, man, because you've got to be quick. And in confusion, people just do. So right, like, okay, right so there was the field. Wow. Just before the guy's about to kick the ball for the second half of the Super Bowl. As he's walking, I went, whoa! And the player's gone, what's up, ref, man? I went, shh, fuck all. I just started dancing. Fuck all. In my head, before I've done it, I'm going to try and get the ball, run and score a, tr- a touchdown yeah. in the Super Bowl. But as soon as I've got my clothes off and the ball's right in front of me, something in my head went, just dance. Just dancing. <laughs> so I'm dancing. I'm doing all these silly, crazy moves. Like what were the mad... players doing? What were the players doing? You thought the referees come round the bend? Yeah. Yeah. So they were worried <laughs> for you. Yeah, no, you're going, what's the referee doing, man? What's the referee oh. doing, man? And I'm, I'm dancing. But I'm looking at all the police. The crowd know what's going on. The crowd are going Oh, the absolutely. crowd went nuts, did they? Great. The crowd went nuts, Joe, mate. Honestly, it oh, is nuts. fantastic. And I'm dancing, doing all these stupid, crazy bog dance moves and the silliest dances you can imagine. Waiting for the chase. Because the chase is at the end. is is part of the buzz, the crowd. <laughs> and, and I'm dancing. And I'm looking around the police. The police are going... What's going on? Total confusion. Does everyone think it's just a referee? Just, <laughs> just in Timberlake's out again or something. <laughs> so yeah, what happened then? So you're and, dancing. And, moves and the crowd are going absolutely nuts. <laughs> the noise is fantastic. Next thing, they've all gone, after the whole minute, I've just been seeing <laughs> <laughs> That's a long old minute. A whole minute, mate, yeah. But I was running out of moves thinking, fucking hell, someone chased me with you. <laughs> and the next thing, it all come at once. Every cop from every side of the stadium are all coming, all at the same time, went sort of going, come on, then. I started to run. So as I'm running, the noise in the crowd went from that to that. Absolutely, because, you know, I'm taking the piss, aren't I now? Do you know what I mean? <laughs> so I'm running. And I, I, it was fantastic. What a great ending. One of the American footballers come in from the side and shoulder charged me to the floor. No. no. Yeah, it, I was perfect. It was great. Yeah. <laughs> it, it looked like the way he hit me, it looked like it hurt. Right? So I'm, I'm on the floor. I've got, if you see the video, I've got about 20 cops and security all on top of me. I've got my face pushed in the grass while I'm getting my hands handcuffed behind my back. And all I can think of, just done the fucking Super Bowl, man. <laughs> and what, did, it, did it go out on the telly 
at the time? Did, did they start? Not on, not on their one, but there was a couple of different channels that actually showed what yeah. was going on. Wow. And it was mad. There's a video online that's had God knows millions of hits. And the guy who put the video on was the actual player who showed the charge. No, really? Yeah. Wait. Matt, Matt Chatton. <laughs> and in, in his interview, he said, uh, the reporter said to him, so when the street came on and you see him take his clothes off, what did you think, man? He went, oh, man, he looked like a sack of mashed potatoes. Did they treat you all right when you got escorted off? I got a court, escorted off, hogtied, you call it, upside, hanging upside down, get carried off by about six, eight cops. What, 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 what do you mean? You well, get hung we, upside down? Well, um, they carried me off horizontal. Oh, and, oh my God. Handcuffs behind me back. And uh, Bram, the way the guy took me out, the football, it looked like a hit, but it was nothing. My nan hit harder than that, you know what I mean? Would have been naughty as a kid. So they carried me off and he took me into a tunnel. I'm going, ah, ah, ah. So as soon as they got me in the tunnel, one of the cops said, take the cuffs off a man, take the cuffs off a man. He said, you okay, man? I said, no officer at my side. Ah, ah. He went, you're okay now. You're, like, you're safe, man. I thought I'm going to get beaten. But now he's buying it that I'm, that I'm hurt. Yeah. Um, so I'm holding me side. And he's, he's going, okay, man, okay. You're okay, you're safe. He said, man, why did you do that? I, I said, officer, I just wanted to make the great people of America laugh. And the copper went, man, that was fucking awesome, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what? And so did you get nicked, though? Did you? Yeah, well, they put me in a room. And the cops went to me, listen, we're going to keep you for maybe an hour. And we're going to let you go. I thought, I'm going to get off with it as well. Next thing, the head of the NFL, the first time they ran security for the Super Bowl, cost millions and millions and millions of dollars. And I beat them. Yeah, I took the piss out of them, basically, do you know what I mean? So he's got the cops. I'm having a crack with the with the police. The head of the NFL come run down these stairs, throw the book at him, oh. and the cops go, "No man, he's he's harmless." He said, "No, throw the book at him." Really? So the cops apologised. He went, "Oh, listen, man, so it's okay. No, no, I expect to get arrested anyway." So they took me down to downtown jail, Houston, which is like a, a prison. Do you know what I mean? Wow. And the cop who's taking me in, he was the one who, who said it's fucking awesome. He said, when you go in here, don't speak to anybody. You're going to be locked in a cage with so many crazy guys. Oh, my God. But I'm dressed, in, I'm dressed in my American referee's uniform. So you did look like the biggest loon, to be fair. Well, do you know what I mean? So the, this big gate opens like oh a prison. God. Cop comes out. He went, assume the position. So I'm up against the wall, getting frisked. Shit. And uh, the cop saying to the other cop, what's the referee doing, man? He saw the guy just did a streak at the Superboy. He said, this is the guy, man. This is the guy. Oh, man. So, actually, he took me in the police station, took me mugshots, and he duplicated it about 30 times so I could sign it for all the police. <laughs> no. And the friends and everything, yeah. Oh, wow. But, but he said, listen, we're going to have to put you in the cage on the third floor. He said, we're sorry, but we have to do it. He said, we don't speak to anybody. I went, if nobody knows in the cage what you've done. So I said, okay, gone on to the third floor, got this big cage with so many people. It was rammed. So I walked in, you can hear people going, what's the referee done, man? What's the referee done, man? So I don't want to make eye contact with anyone. I don't want to speak to anybody. And the only place I could sit was right next to the toilet. How are, you, how are you feeling at this point? I'm shitting myself. Yeah. 
Yeah, really. I mean, I've just done the Super Bowl, which was buzzing, but now I'm in jail yeah. with so many lunatics. I'm, 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 I'm scared. Do you know what I mean? So the only place I could sit was right next to the toilet. The only place where there was space. So I sat with me back to the wall, knees up. I thought, I'll just try and go to sleep or pretend I'm asleep at least. So I've lay on my side, and I've lay on my back with my knees up, and I heard, look at the fucking referee, man. Look at the fucking referee. So what's going on? So I've sat up, all the Velcro's open, and everything's hanging out. <laughs> <laughs> Just stay invisible. <laughs> the one thing you've got to do. <laughs> But, but the, the great thing about the sponsors is they, they got me the best lawyer in Texas, Racehorse Haynes. So I was getting looked after, but it, it didn't help. Till, yeah, it didn't help till the following morning. I come down, go to his office. Oh, man, it, it was intense, really, man. Go to his office, and the next thing, everything's cool. He said, OK, we're going to trial. You're going to plead not guilty. Nobody told you you couldn't go on the field. There was no signs. There was no announcements. There was nothing on the tickets. I said, okay, I'll go with you. Say, he said, yeah, you're going not guilty, man. I went, happy days. I've gone back to the hotel, did about 60 interviews for different bloody radio stations all over America. Next up, I've flown first class to Hollywood, did the red carpet at the Hollywood Palladium, the Rock of Rose Awards. The guy who was taking me in the limo, we've turned up with blue wristbands on. As we've got out, you've got to go to a metal security detector to do the red carpet. You've probably obviously know. And so, I've gone, shit, man, look at the wrong bands on, man. We need red bands to do the carpet. I said, follow me. Now I'm buzzing. <laughs> Guy on the door, I said, yeah, name is Mark Roberts. Can't see your name on here, sir. He said, who are you, sir? I said, Dad, Super Bowl streaker. I was like, you, man, in you go. I said, these are with me. They're supposed to be taking me and I've took them in. So I'm on the carpet. <laughs> Having a proper crack goes in. Uh, PR following me everywhere. So I've, I've escaped from them, it was mad. And this guy come up to me and went, listen, man, you're the, you're the guy who did the bowl. Yeah, yeah. He said, listen, do you want to come to a party in a couple of days? But yeah, go ahead. And this PR fellow went to his party. He said, whoa, 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 what's going on? He said, no, I'm asking the guy who's going to come to a party. I said, yeah, I'm coming. It doesn't matter what he says. Puff Daddy's party, right? Puff Daddy. Yeah. Puff Daddy's party. Yeah. You went to Puff Daddy's party. Yeah, Puff Daddy's party. <laughs> Daddy's party. I'll, tell you, I'll tell you now, right? So the, before I go, the guy I'm going to go with, he went, listen, all the music people are going to be there. All the industry. Look funky, man. It's all music. Look funky. Think music. Think funky, man. So it goes out, goes around the shops and asks, excuse me, I'm going to Puff Daddy's party tomorrow. I'm the, I'm the, <laughs> Okay, I'm gonna help. Of course you are, you mate. You're an umpire yesterday. I've got a pair of salt, bought a brand new pair of Tommy Hilfiger jeans, <laughs> the brand new white trainers, uh, Jay Z's uh, Rockaway record label t shirt, and a big white puffer coat with uh, one of the Super Bowl teams on the back, <laughs> and a baseball cap. And I'm stood in the shop and I said to the bed, Do I look funky? Do I look cool? Do I look music? She went, Exactly how you look is what you are. Well, you much. I feel funky, I feel cool. That's all right. A limo picked me up the next day, takes me to the Puff uh, Daddy's party, and I've walked in. It's a black tie event. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I look like Captain Marshmallow. <laughs> So I took the coat off, put it in the cloakroom, from the bar. 
you had to buy your own ale. Nine what? pound a pint. Yeah, and Puff Daddy's party. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was disgusted. Like, so I've got a pint. I've gone and sat off. I'm going to watch what's going on. It's only a small club as well, so it was like, you know, not loads of people. Puff Daddy sat in the middle on a counter, Ernie Campbell and um, a couple of other models. And now and again, he'd say something into the microphone, which wasn't impressive at all. Like, so watching it, and all, just looking around the whole club, it was like the boys. You know, it's all that carry on. Oh, yeah. Mark's just stood up and showing his, his <laughs> so knob again. Nob. <laughs> just for the list. <laughs> just for the list. <laughs> That's the third time. <laughs> <laughs> so, so they can go to understand what we're going. I streaked on Chatterbix. <laughs> <laughs> so about the pint, I'm looking around going, this is shit. It's the worst part. It's going to be my local back home, do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah. So I thought, I'll have one more pint, I'm going to get off. Yeah. So I'm halfway down my second pint. Now I need to wait. So I've gone to the toilet and I'm stuck there having up doing me business. This guy walks in, he was fucking huge. So I've gone fucking out. He's walked past me, bodyguard for Stevie Wonder. Stevie Wonder's come past. Got what? the cubicle next to me, no. Stevie Wonder, and having a piss, I'm thinking, watch me fucking shoes, Stevie, like. <laughs> <laughs> Stevie Wonder had a piss next year. I had a, st- a piss next to Stevie Wonder, and I went, that'll be for me. But I left me out and gone off. <laughs> oh, my God. I think that's the best story I've ever heard. Yeah. Can't top that. <laughs> that is genuinely unbelievable. That'll do it. Yeah. yeah. And so get on this. Walt Disney got in touch. What? <laughs> did he? Yes. Or did well, they? Actual Walt Disney. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> That's the power of a streak. Yeah. Bring back for yeah. the dead. Yeah, we, we want to make the film about um, your life and such. What? So anyway, yeah, long story short. Donald Duck wants to meet you. <laughs> <laughs> What's that? Thought, Sorry, Mark. Yeah, I said I'm a proper Mickey Mouse. Yeah. <laughs> so what happened? They were going to make a film of your life. Well, they flew over from America, the head of Disney, the guy who owned the film studio, Brian Robbins from Tolan Robbins. He did a Coach Carter and uh, the Calendar Girls and stuff like that. Yeah. Two stories, and we met in a hotel in London, and he went, "Okay, man, tell us your story." I thought it was going to be a Q&A, so I'm ready for the Q&A for whatever. And he just, nobody made eye contact with me. The minute we met in the lobby, up in the lift, into the conference room, it was intense. I just went, tell us your story. So come out in a big bubble. I'm trying to say so many things and so many different things about different, so many things that have happened in my life and what I've done. It was okay. After 45 minutes, I was mentally shattered. I tried to get my whole life out in 45 minutes. He said, okay, man, we're fed enough. I said, okay. No, he said, no, I've got more. He said, no, 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 we're fed enough, man. So I walked out, and I had a knobhead agent at the time. I said, I think I messed that up. He said, no, no, you did okay. He was after his little percent. Gets off next day, Brian Robbins, the owner of the film studio. Come on, man, let's get this movie done, man. Come on. Oh, man. Non-stop, every day, he'd ring me. Come on. So Disney sent me the contract. Mate, they would have to try to let me off. Don't to be Sammy all life over. He can do whatever they want with it. And 
for buttons, basically. Do you know what I mean? Right. Brian Robbins kept on coming to me. Let's get it done. I said, okay, I want percentage of the box office. So they amended the contract so I get 5% of box office. So they thought I was stupid, so I took it to a, a big lawyer in Manchester. Cost me a few quid, like. So after a, a few weeks, he said, come to this and that 5%, the ink is worth more than any 5% because they've re-amended, they've amended the whole contract. So that's double, that's treble. That's double, 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 treble, treble, quadruple. He said, you're getting nothing. So in the end, Disney gave me a, a, a deadline, November 16th. Sign or don't sign, man. Because he used to email Disney's lawyer. Does this mean this? Does this mean this? And he said, you wore my patience razor thin. Sign, don't sign. So I spoke to the agent and said, listen, tell him no. Mark, it's Disney. I said, don't give a shit who it is. It's my life. Do you know what I mean? So... Okay. So I jibbed them off. God, no, I'd love to watch that. Oh, I would. I'm literally going, what a fucking great gutted, film that is. Gutted, yeah. Well, oh. no, it, it, it's happened since Eddie the Eagle filmed. The yeah, do you know what? Yeah, I was, I was thinking, thinking that. that. Yeah. yeah. The guy who signed in, Rupert McConaughey, he asked me to go and meet him in London when he first signed Eddie. He said, listen, we've signed Eddie. This is years before the film came out. We want you, your film to come straight out after. I said, cool, go ahead. So I had no agent then because I sacked the other guy. He was an idiot. So I'm doing all the email, I'm doing all the, the, the backwards and forwards myself. Took, I don't know, easy 12 months. And I've got to a point I thought, I'm happy with that. Like, and he said, okay, I'm not going to go any further. I said, okay, I'll sign. At that time, that's when all the banks collapsed. They all went, so he made me, after all the, the wheel and dealer tried to do with them, come to a fantastic deal. And then the banks went, boof. He emailed me, he said, listen, we have to pull back. He said, hey, the backers because of the banks, et cetera, it's all, everything's a different scenario now. I said, okay, but we'll speak again. Eddie come out, I watched a Hugh Jackman was in it, mm. so I emailed uh, Rupert, see the film, mate, it's fantastic. I said, hey, listen, do you fancy starting off again? He went, no, you're too hard to work with. I said, no, no, we did all the hard bargaining together, because after me working for myself, with no agents, no manager or anything. I said, we agreed on that, listen, mate, all the hard work's done, I'll just, Agree, whatever now. No. Nope. God, I don't want to watch that film. Yeah. Are there any events where you've got your little eye on? You've got, oh, I've never done that. I wouldn't mind doing well, that one. Uh, I, I've, I've made bucket lists a few times, and I've ticked every single one off, but I make another bucket list. Da -da -da. The World Cup final, okay? The, the dream, score a goal in the World Cup final, and then retire. <laughs> <laughs> I'm done. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Thanks, guys. That's yeah, but the Oscars would be good. The Oscars would be good. You can't yeah, win the World Cup the, final, though. No, year, no. Well, no, no it's because somebody Qatar. They cut yeah. people's hands off to steal them. Sort of, they could have right. cut off if I go on yeah, Bargo. Yeah. <laughs> your, your pig's yeah. nose. The World Cup final night, I went to Germany. I can't remember the year, it was a few years ago, but I, I'm deemed a threat to major events worldwide. Or it was. I was going to say, do they not notice you now? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I wear disguises yeah. and everything. To, I've actually got an event dressed as a woman right. to get in. Yeah. So the World Cup final, I was going to go straight, fly straight to Berlin from Manchester, okay? And I heard somebody got stopped from flying because they'd been arrested at a tournament for selling tickets or whatever it was. 
So they thought, well, as soon as I go, they're going to take my passport off me, even though I wasn't banned. I've done 12 years of football bans. So I thought, okay, I'll go by boat to the mainland and make my way. Someone got caught going by boat. So I thought, there's no chance. So I thought, I've missed the World Cup. So I'm sitting in a pub back home. And I text saying, I'm just having a pint. There's a group next to me talking about going on a booze cruise. You know, we used to be able to get on a coach and you'd travel to, to, to France, get ciggies and yeah, ale yeah. for cheap. So I thought, booze cruise? What's the chance of them checking me passport from Dover to Calais? I thought, that's my only option. So I did sort of booked seats on a booze cruise. He's picked me up on the bottom of the motorway in Liverpool, the M62. All I've got is a small black hold all bag with me rip-off pants in <laughs> a small map in Europe right <laughs> and a bottle of Jack Daniels okay and, oh, how'd you get on and another top and a pair of undies okay yeah. clean up <laughs> what could go wrong okay <laughs> <laughs> this is the best this is one of the best stories that I've ever got so we get, we get on, the, on the coach travel along gets pulls up near Dover I'm going, shit, this is, this is where the heart starts going. He's going to act normal. The, the customs just waved the coach onto the ferry. So I've actually got out of the UK, got on the ferry, and I've landed in Calais. Didn't have to show me passports. Happy days. So next thing, the way the coach goes, it's going to Luxembourg. This is where the, it finishes. You pull up at Calais. Everyone gets off the coach, orders the ale. Then you carry on the coach up to, up to Luxembourg. Pick up, buy your cigarettes, come back, pick up your ale from Calais, and then you're back home. So everyone gets off the coach at Calais. <coughs> I'm the only one still on. So driver said, Yeah, mate, go, go and order your, your booze. I said, No, nah, no. Nah. I said, I'm only going for cigarettes. So, what do you mean, going for cigarettes? The trip's not worth it, just go for ciggies. I said, No, nah, mate. I said, I'm just, I, I was on a day out. Do you know what I mean? I'm, I'm bored back home. He went, Oh, fair enough. It's strange, though. Everyone gets back on the coach which gets into Luxembourg. I'm imagining it's going to be in some little town or a village, whatever. So I've got somewhere to go and scarpe. We ride at 12.30 at night, pitch black, in the middle of nowhere. It's a warehouse surrounded by fields, literally in the middle of nowhere. I've gone, shit. But it is what it is, you know what I mean? So everyone gets off the coach and I've got, got off. And as the driver's actually gone into the warehouse, so I've gone, sort this up, just took off. <laughs> right, in the middle of the night. Fields. Oh, no. I'm running across fields, right? I just need to get away. And I can see, I can still see lights in the distance behind me, so I've got to keep running, keep running. I fucking hope you, you do run like that. Because that would look amazing. So I'm running, and I'm, I'm shattered now, so I thought, okay, just chill out, and my phone goes, hello? Hello, is that Mark Roberts? So said, yeah, speaking. This is the bus driver. Where are you? I went, <laughs> so since we fall off, started running again. <laughs> <laughs> running through the night. I've, I've, I've got, I've got that I'm going to try and get my head down in this field and then wait, for, wait, wait till it goes light and try and find my way to Germany. Okay? Cool. So good, good plan. Good plan. Good solid plan. in the field. I've got my head on the bag. Next thing, my head starts making... But I start getting paranoid. What if the bloody farmer gets up in the morning and got a tractor and I'm lying in the middle of the field? He's on his tractor. I thought, oh, you know. So I started walking. Walked for, for hours. And I come across a sign that said Stashion with an arrow pointing that way. I thought, there's a station. So I walked for another hour. 
It's a building site. It's like an old decrepit station that's gone to get derelict. Oh, shit. So I'm tired and I'm, my head's done in, so I've, I've come back on myself. I've walked the opposite way. You've come to this little hamlet, tiny hamlet. So now the paranoia is set in big time. I've got a black hold or bag. And this tiny hamlet, I thought, it's, it's like all hours of the morning. And I, what are they going to think? So with my wisdom, I started hiding behind trees. <laughs> Get to a tree. <laughs> then I jump to the next tree. <laughs> I've gone to the next tree and after four trees I thought what the fuck am I doing <laughs> I look the most suspicious person on the planet so it's absurd eventually I found an all right bar that was open with a few locals a typical thing, as soon as I walked in everyone stops and stares at you excuse me, station, station station, train station some fellow pointed I've made my way down another 20 minutes later, found a train station with trains going into Germany from Luxembourg. I went, oh, I'm nearly there. So I'm, I'm freezing. I've got no coat. So I've gone on the toilets. <laughs> I'm lying on the floor by the radiator and it wasn't even on. <laughs> As I'm trying, I thought, just go to sleep. Got a big kick in me back. It was a station master. Out, out. I said, no, please, trying to keep warm. Out. She's kicked me out, locked the door. So I sat on the bloody at the uh, the platform, shivering for about another two hours, whatever, till the train come. Gets on the train. Now it's light, and I can see. Welcome to Jim. We went past the sign at the side of the, 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 um, the on the banks. I thought I've just broke into. It's like a prisoner of war. I'm breaking into Jamie to get arrested. Prisoner of war broke out from being arrested. You know what I mean? So I've, got, I've got in. Got there. As soon as I landed in Cologne. I'm so tired, booked the hotel right place to leave the station, booked it for a day, and I got the finals in two days. So I got my head down, slept all day and until the next morning. Rang one of my friends who was in Berlin. He said, I'm in the Hilton Hotel. Berlin, just head there, you, you'll, you'll see me. Headed to Hilton Hotel, happy days. Crack. Now the finals the next day. So I'm like, okay, come on. That next that day before the final, Chill out, what I've gone through already to actually get here. So I had a good few bevies, I had a laugh with a few people and what have you. Next morning, World Cup final. Now it's intense. Which, what, what year is this? 2000? 2000. Um, Let's have a look. Six, it was, two, six? Probably 2006. Yeah, yeah. 2006, yeah. I think. So, like, that's okay. So, I wake up in the morning, prepare the final, my mates got out to work. Selling tickets. So I'm like, okay. I don't want to speak to anyone. It's the World Cup final. Now, all the stuff that's got in my head, it's just me. I don't want to have any outside distractions. Okay, wait, 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 wait. Just before kick off second half, that's me time before the ball's in play. But I've got to get to that ball from wherever I'm set before the referee blows the whistle. And every time I've done football, perfect. I've done Champions League finals, I've done UEFA Cup finals. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I, my timing's bang on. As long yeah. as I get myself yeah. into the right place at the yeah. time. So I'm outside the stadium, go to outside the, the Olympic Stadium in Berlin, like, okay, my mates do working, da, da, da. I said, mate, I need to go in. I need to go in and sort out the situation where I'm going to be and all that. So give me a ticket. So I'm going to get in. Half time's just about to go. Give me a ticket. I've gone in. And that ticket he's given me. It's behind one of the goals on the second or third tier. 
I need to be by the halfway line on the lower tier. The next thing I'm shit. And the security on the stairs are checking everyone's tickets. Right. And shit, so half times comes to make me way around to the halfway. As people are coming out, I'm just snuck in between the crowds coming out. So the, the, the guys that have to check my tickets, gone down. Got, now I'm where I want to be. Lower tier, halfway line. Okay. Wow. There we go. What I've, what I've been through to get here to this point, it's bound to happen. So I've walked right down to the front to find a moat. A when moat. I say a moat, <laughs> it's like it used to be a press pit. It's about 12 foot deep concrete, eight foot wide across, oh, sheer faces either side. No. I'm here. The fucking World Cup final. I'm, oh, I'm oh come press. on. Yeah, Long so, jump so I'm looking at going, shit, I can't climb down because I can't get up. And what do I do? Next thing, the teams are coming back out on the pitch and my head just went, okay, dive across. No, you're joking. There was, there was a, a concrete um, armrest where the punters were set at the crowd that went right to the wall. In my mind thinking, I've got to think quick. Fuck it, man. So I climbed up about eight foot up the armrest, ran down it, no. dived across the pit, landed on the barrier the other side on me, on my stomach, on the rolling track next to the grass, got up straight into a fucking headlock. Oh, really? Straight oh. into a headlock. <laughs> I've dived on right next to the World Cup and security. Oh, all around the World Cup. oh they thought you were going for the cup. Yeah, they thought I was going for the cup. Oh. I, I, I should But Streaky. I didn't, I didn't even see the cup. Do you know what I mean? Oh, no. It's got me in a headlock, and this fellow's got my arm up my back. Next thing they've marched me off, took me down the tunnel, and I'm, I'm screaming at them, No! Just let me go on and score a goal. It's your fucking last one. <laughs> let me get my winkle out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Keep forgetting that's down there. <laughs> yeah, so he took me off and I got interrogated by a woman with a literally with a round head and a comb over. <laughs> Why? I thought she was from the exorcist. Why? You transferred me from one station to another. And it was it was just the whole situation. I said, I got excited, I'm sorry, I just got excited. You know, there was no intentions of anything. Didn't know I was going to be streaking. So, so in the end, just went, okay. After, after two days in jail, two different police stations, just go, just go. Oh, man. So, after all that, man, so actually, close. Well, after, after what I've gone through to get there as well, do you know yeah. what I mean? Well, if there's anything we can do to help the planning of the next one, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. let us know because I'm prepared to put a lot of groundwork in for you to get oh, to be nude in the next World Cup final. Yeah, this means a Chelsea Flower Show. There's one for you. <laughs> <laughs> Chelsea, oh, fucking hell. Oh. Because obviously, it's all about humour, isn't it? It's all about entertainment, as you know yourselves. Yeah. The Chelsea Flower Show, what the hell? How can I street that? So I thought, hang on. Go on as a gnome. Well, you have done it. Eh? Have you done the Chelsea Flower Show? Yeah. Oh, you've done it? Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 Guy on about, uh, yeah. <laughs> oh, you choose some cracking events. I must admit, <laughs> it's all humour. So yeah. streaking. But I've, but I've, I've turned it into a performance art. To be fair, yeah. yeah. 
and I can use what I do in any major events or any crazy little thing. Do yeah. you know what I mean? I've got a car wash. Do you know what I mean? So it's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's a transferable <laughs> skill. It is. It's as good to your bow. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh, this yeah. has been incredible. You, did you get your knob out near Alan Titchfield? <laughs> <laughs> I was on his, he invited me on his show live at 1.30 on ITV in a lineup. Uh, guests, and I can't remember the guest who was supposed to pick out who the streaker was, like four or five of us in the lineup. I've seen this. Yeah, I song. genuinely think I've seen this. Yeah, like a daytime. But you warned me before I go on, you know you can't do anything on here, don't you? And do you know what? I, I, I didn't, and I was gutted straight after thought. It was full of pensioners. <laughs> pensioners love it. Pensioners love cocks. <laughs> <laughs> And balls, and balls. They like both. They're not just saying they like cock. They love balls as well. Oh, flipping hell. <laughs> yeah, but the Chelsea Flower Show, right? I thought, how can I make this funny? So I've got in. I'm going to the million pound prize garden, okay? So I've walked right into the middle of it, took all my clothes off. I'm, pa- I'm painted green from the neck down. I've got a pair of wellies on. Big load of ginger pubes over me, nudge you. Put a ginger wig on and a smurf's hat and stood there like a demented gnome. <laughs> In the middle of that million pound prize garden. No one come off to me. So I've gone back over, gone over the little barrier. Next is the girls who decide to chase me. And as they chased me through the crowd, all you could hear was, leave the gnome alone. <laughs> there must be Chelsea Flower Show after what you've been through. It must be a piece of piss. Piece of piss. Yeah. You couldn't even break stride, I should imagine. Are there any events you've done where you haven't got a buzz? You've been like, ah, oh, didn't really get anything out of that. The second time I did Crufts when I got beat up. <laughs> <laughs> How could the second time be worse? The second time I did Crufts. <laughs> I had a bad feeling about it before. I knew how I could get on, but I was trying to put it off. Uh, <laughs> I got a bad feeling about this. I was on the, uh, the Vanessa Felt show right years ago on ITV. Yeah. And... Um, yeah, Erica Rowe on first. Yeah. And she's on, and then a naturist. But before I went on, the crew, the production crew said to me, have a go at Erica Rowe. She's playing a big diva. So, you know, just have a go at her. So I've come on, third guest. What do you mean? What, start a little, start yeah, a little have, argument with her? Yes. Yeah, yeah. Have a go at her, saying yeah. she wasn't this, that, you know. Right. Oh, still on the side of the stage. So I, I said, Excuse me, Erica, I you had a streak. Oh, you did. You had your boobs out, but you had a pair of pants on. She went, I didn't label myself as a streaker. That was the press. So they're all on the side of the stage going, Go on, go on. So I'm having a little go with her. Do you know what? She was so lovely. I put a finger up to the side of the stage to say, No, I'm not having a go with her. She, she's a cracker. Yeah. So next, at the end of the show, come, took my clothes off. And I'm running around the audience and Vanessa's... <laughs> yeah, 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 shocked. <laughs> and then we're in, the green room, we're in the green room afterwards. And Vanessa went, that was fantastic. I wish every show could be this fun. So a few months later, she left ITV and went to BBC One, where she had a live show every morning at half nine. So audience tickets, you write off to the BBC, you know, tickets are free. So I've got a free ticket, so I've gone in. I'm sat at the back. You know, you, you can't choose your seat, you put you wherever you're sitting. So I'm sat at the back, and it's at topics, and they ask the audience questions. So the first subject is juvenile delinquency. I'm at the back with my hand up, waiting for the question. 
She went all the way on the other side of the studio at the front and what have you. Didn't come to me. So that subject changed. The next thing it's gone to the budget. I don't care what the subject is. I went, put my hand up. That man at the back, what's your question? I just stood up, ripped my clothes up and went, show me the money. Then <laughs> down the stage, started moonwalking on stage. Right, bollock naked on BBC One about quarter ten in the morning. Right, so, so then she said, go forget a couple of months before, I wish every show could be like this. So next thing, get this idiot out of here, get this idiot out of here. So the security come, grabbed hold of me and put me in a room. I'm so there, bollock on. So he said, yeah, mate, and they guarding two doors, two exit doors out of this room. The police are on the way, put your clothes on. I said, no. He said, no, listen, police are on the way. I said, okay, they can take me in my working clothes. <laughs> That's the next thing. I'm having a crack with the security, and they're laughing their heads off. There's a bra hanging up on a hook. I said, what's that? So I've took off the hook. It's like a fucking hammock. He said, bring it back. It's Vanessa's bra. This is their dressing room. The first room you could put it in. I went, you're joking. <laughs> Oh, God. <laughs> oh, wow. Oh, I don't. Uh, look at that. Well, this the is National a... Lottery. <laughs> <laughs> is there anything you haven't run new, Dom? It's <laughs> brilliant. Yeah, I'd rather eat the events you haven't done. <laughs> National Lottery. And I normally drop my balls <laughs> on my chest. <laughs> Oh, this has been phenomenal. Mark, is there a way you could you could list as quickly as you can the events that you've streaked at? Oh, wow. And sort of be really funny to hear it. Yeah, as many as you can remember, other. yeah. Right, it's going to be hard work. Obviously, the rugby, the rugby sevens twice in the same day, then a Chinese, then a Chinese football match, then the rugby sevens the following year, then the Liverpool derby, then Liverpool v Arsenal, then Liverpool v Chelsea, scored a goal in front of the clock, then the British Open, then Fred's weather map. <laughs> Took a turn. <laughs> Fucking hell. Fred's weather map. Forgotten about that. I, I remember think. that. I think I remember this is that. Wonderful. Right, oh, the, uh, the Ryder Cup. Yeah. yeah. Sure. Uh, the Commonwealth Games. Yeah. Wimbledon men's final, Wimbledon doubles, yeah. uh, Roland Garros, yeah. Champions League final, yeah. UEFA Cup final three times, yeah. London yeah. Marathon, yeah. Uh, the Bull Run in Spain three yeah. times. Yeah. That was a hard one. I'll tell you, yeah. I won't do that again. No. Uh, the Olympics, yeah. Winter Olympics in Italy. <laughs> The curling final. <laughs> Honestly, Mark, so much fun. This has been amazing. I haven't started yet. <laughs> <laughs> You're on holiday, mate. <laughs> uh, thank you so much for Thanks, coming mate. on, Mark. It's been amazing. Oh, it's a pleasure. Anytime. I, th I, think, I think it's been one of the most, most fun I've had. It's been yeah. amazing. That film, that film needs to get made. Yeah, flipping out. I want to watch it. I want to be at the premiere though, <laughs> as you run past with your knob out at your own premiere. Do you, th oh, do you think you will? Do you, would you streak <laughs> at your own premiere? That's what I want to know. No, bit of respect. Somebody asked me on um, a documentary, 
how do you want to die? I think I sent it to you. How do you want to die? Would you? I said, tell you what, and this is true. I've written a will. I said, in me will, I wrote, when I go, I want to go in a, I hate the word coffin, I hate the word death, I hate the cemetery, do you know what I mean? It's the, the doom and gloom. So I want to go in a perspex clear, see-through box, but I want to be naked when I, when I, when they take me at my funeral. So, but when I'm in the mortuary, I want them to put a Viagra down my neck so I can go out in style. <laughs> and we're going to make sure that happens. <laughs> that is our promise to you. <laughs> we're going to give you a boner, mate. <laughs> we are going to give you the lob of your life slash death. <laughs> oh, well, thank, thank you, mate. Thank you so much, Mark. It's been Great lovely fun. to meet you. And thank you for taking time out of your holiday, mate. It's really yeah. appreciated. And, uh, I think this is a highlight. Oh, You're bless on. you. Bless you. You're not Tell on Twitter you, or anything, are you? Or... I, I am, but I don't use it. I've got Instagram and Facebook and that carry on, but I only throw stuff up now and again. Do you know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah. Okay. Brilliant. Thanks <laughs> a lot, Thank Mark. Thank you, Mark. God love you. Take care. Have a lovely holiday. Take care. Cheers, Cheers, mate. Bye. 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 Bye.